Do you feel that? Can you I hear do. The I'm getting amped up. <laughs> Are you like you need a Red Bull? I'm yes. The monsters. <laughs> is this better than a Red Bull? I feel like it is. Nailed it. All right, welcome back to another episode of On the Throne with Dick, and uh, shout out to Sajin Boychuk for writing that incredible opening uh, for us. And and this week we have uh, Court, aka Past Trash Girl, and and this is her first time ever on a podcast. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> I'm I'm. We were just talking. I'm taking your cherry, but like in a good way. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> That's not weird, is it? That's not weird. Nope. No. Not no. at all. Not no, it's not at all weird. I really should watch how I how I talk. Is who's that? Who's that your boyfriend? Yes. Hi. <laughs> they crossed the tie. <laughs> nice. He says hi back. <laughs> nice, nice. So so yeah. What's going on? Oh, uh, you know, just everyday life things. Nice, nice. It's Getting a fun thing. Nobody frack. really realizes that I have a life outside of the oil field because I've built up this persona. So people don't realize, like, I have the family. <laughs> Do you have kids too? I have a stepdaughter. Good for you. Good for yeah. you. Look at that. See, that's why we do the podcast, right? Because, you know, so many people like watch our videos and shit, right? And they don't know the person behind the videos. All they're doing is seeing 30 second clips, right? Yeah. And, and they know nothing about us. So, like, it's kind of like a, a deep dive into the person behind the persona, right? And, and, you know, a lot of people on TikTok, they come across as douchebags, but they're not. That's just, they're just being funny and, and they're making fun of, the the persona right they're making fun yeah. of the whatchamacallit you know what i'm saying yeah and that's kind of why i was like excited because i've been trying to get more into who i am as a person versus just being the tiktok past trash girl you know i was yeah. like you know what people don't tend to realize i actually have a whole life behind the scenes of work like my job is my yep. job it's not my entire lifestyle so yeah it's kind of yep. awesome that this is going to open that up a little bit yeah and you know like that's that's just it right like so many people get into the social media game and you can call it a game i guess they get into the content creation and 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 they think like hey this is cool this is fun but they don't realize how exhausting it is you know they don't realize how how you know um, much it invades your privacy sometimes mm -hmm. even though you've kind of done it to yourself a little bit you know what i mean but you know, like they they don't realize everything that goes on behind that uh, when when they're trying to get into it, right? And and they dive in, and then it's like, whoa, this is a lot. Yeah, it kind of took off on me. I was just doing it. I was just making the TikToks, making the videos, and some of the stuff I guess people found relatable and like, hey, this is really funny, and started following. And then it just gradually kept growing and growing. And I'm still really small on the level of TikTok, but it's to a point where yeah people have their basic assumptions of me or they think that like they think they know my job or they think they know what i am doing and it's just getting a little chaotic i was like man nobody knows me nobody knows my story nobody knows where i've come from they don't even have the like nerve to ask me anything like if you had found out i don't actually chase rigs you know i don't i i work near them but I don't chase them. They're not my thing. So <laughs> I yeah, just thought yeah, it was well, really you, funny that that's yeah, people think sorry. I chase rakes. 
Yeah, you're you're actually you know part of fracking, which you come in after the rig, right? Yeah. So, so I do water transfer, and yeah. so I work directly with the frac crew uh, because we supply the water for frac. But yeah, I don't know how the assumption got out there that I do so many other things. And water transfer also gets misconstrued for water hauling. I, yeah. I don't drive big trucks with water in it. <laughs> we just... and, and water transfer, they're they're slightly smarter than water haulers. <laughs> slightly. <laughs> Ever so slightly. Sometimes so, I question myself. <laughs> you, when you started popping into my FYP, I was like, all right, this this is funny, right? I didn't follow you at first, right? Because, you know, there's so many people that they're just fly by nuts. They make a couple of videos. They, they, they do good, but then they leave. They can't handle it. Right. So they leave. And I keep, and then I kept seeing you, seeing you pop up, keep seeing you pop up. And then I kept watching and then you stay, right. There's some staying power. So like, okay, cool. Follow. Right. And yeah. then, and then, you know, I watched a lot of your stuff. I went back and I watched once I followed and like, I didn't need to ask what you did because like, you know, whether you know or realize it or not, like there's sometimes the logo is, tiny tiny in the background yeah and or or you know you you can kind of you can kind of tell a little bit right yeah and then, and then you come into your life and then you you know you watch the comment section right yeah i i love watching the comment section you see in the comment section oh yeah i transfer water yeah and yeah like, oh okay cool you know and yeah so I, I don't even need to ask right and it's, it's just the like, other assumption was that i'm a medic because all of my videos are sitting in my truck and that was when I came up with the hashtag not a medic because I am not a medic. <laughs> yep. I get slightly offended that people just assume that that's all I do. So, well, yeah, and, it's, and it shouldn't be this way. But a lot of women, they, you know, in the patch are, are you know, they see someone, uh, a lot of people see women in the patch sitting in the truck and they're like, oh, just a medic. Right. And, yep. and, you know, man, there's a lot of women in the oil field that do a lot more than just medic. Right. And, and, you know, Hey, but we, we, we love our medics too. There's nothing wrong with the medics. Hey, if you're a medic, we love you. We need you. You're a necessary evil, much like the safety person. Don't tell them I said that. I just, I don't put the hate on for any other person out there because we, at the end of the day are all necessary. Otherwise we wouldn't be hired to do those jobs. Yep. So I say, even though you might be bottom line, you know, you're not working as hard as the next person, you're still out there. You're still there for a reason. So I never put any hate on towards medics. Like I have friends that were medics. I've made yeah. friends with Firewatch, safety, like anybody out there and genuinely nice people. So I was like, why go out of your way to hate on somebody? And that's, I was, I, <laughs> I expect the same, really. Like Absolutely. that's all. Oh, I, I make fun of everybody in the oil field, right? Yes. Like, I go after everyone, including myself. I'm just a sponsor, <laughs> right, on a backtrack. I go after everyone, right? I'm not making fun of them. I'm 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 just trying to give us all a laugh, right? And, yeah. and you know, I see a medic, and I'm like, okay, what can I do that will make the medic chuckle? What can I do that will make, you know, the safety person chuckle? What can I do that will make water transfer chuckle? What can I do that will make a fracker chuckle, right? And it yeah. turns out there's not much that a uh, fracker won't laugh at. You know, they're just their IQs. <laughs> You know, it's just a joke, guys. I love you all. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's I go I, I just joke around with everyone. I, I do have a lot of fun with the with the safety for the safety person. Though. I go at me and safety girl Tanya are always. Yeah, always I've seen those. They're yeah. so funny. <laughs> yeah, we, we go. We've been going back and forth for like a year or so now. And, and like it's it's a thing. And it's funny because now that I follow both of you guys on my for you page on TikTok, it backs to backs them. <laughs> so it's hilarious because I was scrolling and I'm like, oh, 
and then I popped up next and I was like, ah, there's the response. <laughs> yeah. What, uh, what are you, how many followers are you at now on TikTok? Uh, 12.2 K. 12.2 K. Nice. You, so yep. when did you join? Um, well, technically I started my TikTok, uh, I think at the beginning of COVID. Um, but I originally lived in the Okanagan, so I didn't really have the base that I have now. I started really picking up traction on my TikTok this time last year. So I was out in Fox Creek and I had nothing to do. So I just ended up making a whole bunch of TikToks and people just started liking them. And my following just grew up from there in the last year. Good for you. No, hey, it only took a year to get to 12K and that's huge. You know what I mean? Like for me on my main account, my main account, I think I was going at it for close to a year before I even hit 10k so like you know but uh but my backup my 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 the one I used mostly it um you know that's that grew that grew quick because I was already I was already making content people already knew I was there so like the link the two accounts together and and then you know they they met up for a while they were like right around the same uh numbers and then and then one day my 2.0 just went right and i i just stuck with that once in a while i'll post over on my main but it's it's not really my main anymore and i i keep it you know because like that's where this whole journey started for me was over there and i have a i have like um a soft spot for it i, I guess yeah yeah and it, it's been it's been a lot of fun yeah i recently just changed over to the ptg part of it because i was like mm, i'm getting some traction here i probably shouldn't have like my whole name and like everything associated with that. So I came up with Patch Trash Girl and then somebody just started calling me PTG when I hop in their lives and I just became PTG and people see me all over. They're like, oh, it's Patch. <laughs> yeah, that's me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, and and I had my name on mine too. Like that was my main account was my name for like the longest time. And then when I started getting bigger, when I blew up one day, uh, I started getting a random friend request from strangers on facebook and i'm like yeah. no i got pictures of my kids over here not no stop that so i changed it right and you know my boss and i had already started the dick frost thing so i was like you know what fuck it dick yeah. frost why not why not and then and then and then it just kind of stuck right and then everyone's like fucking love that name and i'm like yeah so yeah I. it's hilarious when i say something and your name is so universally known that you can go up to anybody and they know who you're talking about. So I love that. <laughs> it's just well-branded. It, it, uh, and it's funny that you call it a brand because I didn't look at it as a brand for like a long time, right? Um, it wasn't until someone said, well, the Dick Frost brand. I'm like, brand, what do you mean? And then they explained it and I was like, huh. And then I and then I thought about it and I took it and I ran with it. I, merch, uh, po the podcast came eventually, um, you know, uh, instagram facebook other apps you know what i mean and and it didn't just stop at tiktok it grew on instagram it grew on facebook it grew on on whatever else you want to fuck i don't know whatever else there is it grew over there uh and you know it, it's it's been it's been a ride and uh have you been noticed on site a lot yet i have yeah, I go. actually posted a story on Instagram yesterday of my truck sitting on lease and somebody messaged and was like, I saw you rolling around there. And I was like, oh, yeah, want to see me in my actual work gear, not just 
TikTok where, you know. <laughs> so, and I think it's funny because, yeah, a lot of people message me and they're like, oh, I saw you outside today or I saw you driving by the, and I was like, oh, no way. Kind of laughing now because I got the new truck. My truck is getting more recognized than I am. So I was like, <laughs> that might need its own TikTok because that'll blow up. <laughs> uh, there are people that do that. I, yeah. uh, I actually saw a TikTok someone had sent to me the other day and it's like, adding dated uh lifted trucks guy on my resume so my boss knows that i know how to work with idiots and babysit i love it it was it was really funny it was really funny actually (laughs) and i was like how can i do something like that but i don't want to attack those people because they follow me a lot i don't want to get beat up yeah (laughs) i know i get a lot of uh hate for saying that i'm leaving my truck stock but I'm like, if you see the places that I put it, you really think that a big lifted truck with super wide wheels and all of the stuff is really going to last? Try driving across the rig mats on that. That's not going to happen. My big lifted truck will just be sitting there. What happened? There you are. You're back. Yay. (laughs) You're back. Short break. (laughs) We don't, yeah, yeah. We don't usually, I don't usually anymore, I should say, have too many uh, like technical difficulties, but it happens. It happens. It's like whatever. Yeah. (laughs) It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, So we were talking and like, I've never had a job in the oil field where I get to go home every night. Yes. What is that like? It's a luxury. <laughs> you get to make oil field money and be home for dinner. Yeah, every night. Um, very rarely do we get out of town jobs. And uh, so I worked for a different water company prior. Obviously, a lot of people know that I made the change. Um, and that one, I was away all the time, at least for 24 days. I'd be back for six to eight days and then shipped right back out somewhere else. And I did that all last summer and made really good money. But I was like, you know what? I'm at a point where I want to be at home most of the time. So I found this company here and I'm like, this was the one that I wanted because they are local. I was like, you know what? I'm going to make that patch money, but I'm going to sleep in the comfort of my own bed. (laughs) And you get LOA to be home. So every day. Yes, man, I'm jealous. I'm peanut butter and jelly. I'm spoiled. <laughs> no kidding. How long have you been in the oil field for? Um, uh, Just over a year. It's over been a year and a half year? now. Wow. Okay. I've been in for 12 years now. And I've never had a job where I get to be like, babe, I'll see you tonight. You know? <laughs> and and that is, that's crazy. No, good for you. I'm not, I'm not, not, not no, upset about a- it. Like, that's good for you. Yeah, it was definitely a really good change up. Um, Because when I first started in the oil fields, I started with, it wasn't even really oil field work. It was line locating. So that one, I actually spent a lot of nights in camp. And those were kind of like more of my first experiences in camp. And they were only for short little stints, you know, a night here, a couple nights there, whatever. Um, But getting to experience all the different kinds of camps, I was like, oh, the Jack and Jill bathroom setup thing as a female when you're sharing with male, not ideal. So I went from there to doing hydraulic torquing, which everybody says sounds like twerking when I say it. Uh, I used to build frac trees. And that one was nice. 
because again, it was more local work for me. I was really green and they didn't really want to send me away somewhere because I was accident prone. <laughs> There's a <laughs> sticker on my hard hat that tells a story. <laughs> Ooh, so, what's it uh, say? You got your hard uh, hat on you? It's a peace sign with the word fingers on it and the top half of the finger is missing. I'm not missing my finger, but I did pinch my finger between a wrench and a nut that was pressured and it smacked and I lost a small chunk of my fingers. So don't hey, do that. Folks. You know what they say, right? <laughs> you know what they say? You're not oil field until you've lost at least a little piece of your finger. Yeah. Right? Well, and I'm, uh, the you know, manager. I'm missing <laughs> half my knuckle right here. It, it's a big scar. And, and then I, I punctured something right through that scar from this side. And it came out this side. Like this was 10 years later. It went through. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. Same finger. Crazy. Yeah, my manager came in the day after it happened, and he was like, I know what you did wrong. And I was like, there's a lot of things I probably did wrong. What I do? He's like, you know where they say, don't put your fingers where you put, put your, mm? well, you don't have one. And so I was like, I don't know where not to put my fingers. <laughs> exactly. I just posted a video yeah. about that like an hour ago. <laughs> yeah. Never stick your fingers where you wouldn't stick your dick. Yeah. <laughs> and like, it. hey. There's a lot of places a lot of people would stick their dick, though. Right? It's so true. It's true. It's true. Oh, man. That's, uh, like, so how long did, did it take for you to get, like, that skin back? Did did it come back, or are you still um, missing, or what? It, come, it came back. It's a little, like, squishy. Like, it feels like there's a decent chunk missing out of there. Um, but all in all, it healed pretty well. I nice. lost the two fingernails completely. They just decided to leave the building so uh i think three and a half months until i could actually like touch it again without it hurting like there was a nice. point the bruising lasted forever but so there was it, no what, stitches required and no breaks i was supposed to get stitches for this one um but okay i didn't want to wait that long so i left <laughs> it was a long wait this one that went through it uh, I had to go to the hospital. It was in Fox Creek. There was no wait. Don't know if you've ever been to the hospital in Fox Creek. It's a nope. nice experience. Been there a couple of times now. Great experience. Shout out to the hospital in Fox Creek. But if you actually want shit done, don't go to Fox Creek Hospital. Right? <laughs> like, so um, I squeezed mine because it wouldn't close. And I was squeezing it for a few days. And I was getting all the pus out of there. And one day it stopped being pus and started being more blood. So like, okay, leave that alone. And uh, then it healed the next day. Healed. It was great. That is absolutely lovely. I learned <laughs> how to wear the the impact gloves, though. Those are the, basically the only thing that wears saving my fingers at that point. I was like, okay, we learned some value. But apparently I didn't because I pinched my finger in a clamp yesterday and got a nice blood blister. Oh, gotta love that. Yeah, I, I can't wear the impact gloves uh, when I work on the back truck, right? It's always wet and always dirty. Yeah. And, and, you know, we need something that's in the winter, something that's warm and waterproof. Mm -hmm. Right. And and don't always get that. No, gloves are really hard to find that are actually practical. Like we need the impact gloves, but we also need the ones that are the inside that are like that plastic liner. So you have grip to move the hoses especially yeah. when they're wet or cold, filled with snow, whatever, like you got to be able to move them. So 
for the summertime, I kind of just say, screw it. I'll just use my fingers and hands and do what I got to do. But for winter, it's really hard to find those nice gloves that you need. <laughs> Absolutely. So you've been in the oil field for a year, just over a year. How are you liking it so far? And and what's it like as as a, as a woman in, in the oil field? Like, like you don't... Uh, uh, I don't know how to word that. What, what's it like to, to be a woman in the outfit? I don't know how old you are, but like you're, you're new. So, and, and, you know, is it obvious that you're sort of new? I don't know. Um, because I, when I very first got into water, I deep dove into it. I was like, I'm learning everything that I can as quickly as I possibly can, as best as I can. Um, so I did with my last company about five months. I've been with this company for, uh, almost four months now. And so far, nobody understands that I'm still relatively green. Like, I haven't been doing this for years and years. But when I get told to do something, I'm like, okay, well, I'll try my best and help my way over there. And they often either assume that I'm superwoman and that I can lift anything or that I'm absolutely useless and just take things from me. <laughs> so either way, I'm like, you know what? There are some things that I can manhandle and there's other things that are beyond my capabilities. And I'll be the first to admit that. Um, being a woman in the field, I have yet to be on a site where the medic isn't the only other woman out there. Like, and I know there's tons of women out there. Where are you guys? Because uh, you, I'm looking for friends. I need somebody else out there. <laughs> um, it's just, you very hit and miss. It's surprisingly the older men are not as judgmental as they say that they're going to be. The older men are usually the more accepting ones. It's the newer young bucks that are like women in the field. Oh, what's that? And you're just like, I'll outwork you then. And that's when I just give a shit about <laughs> working that, that guy. <laughs> I love that. I, and hey, you know, when, when a woman comes on the site and I see a woman on the site, you know, most of the time, like, fucking she's here. She is. She obviously, I haven't met too many that are like brand, brand new. Right. Or like they've been there for a while. So I know, I know when I see a woman on site, like, I know like, okay, I have to like, I gotta, I gotta work hard today because like, if I don't, she's going to show me up. Right. Like they work fucking hard. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and like, I can't, I can't be dragging my feet today. You know, no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, and it's, and, and it's not just because she's a woman, right? I mean, like, if if I see anybody on site that's, you know, giving her, I can't drag my feet today, right? And yeah. Like, I I strive to be the hardest person, hardest working person on site, right? I know it's not always gonna be the case, but in my mind, I gotta be like, hey, I'm I'm giving her today, right? Like, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm the hardest working guy here. Yeah, yeah, I'm not being replaced. <laughs> And I know there's probably guys out there working harder, but like that can't go on up upstairs while I'm while I'm grinding away, right? Like I can't yeah. be like, okay, as long as I'm not the least hardest working person here, you know, uh, the consultant can't be like, get the fuck off my site. Exactly. You don't got to be yeah. the best, but you can't be the worst. And it's uh, I don't want to say like, oh, I'm feminist or whatever. Um, but anytime a woman shows up on the site, she naturally has to work three times harder just to get the same kind of respect from somebody. Otherwise, you're immediately put into the box of, oh, she's just here to meet her husband or she's just here for this. Like, she's not there to actually work. And I, I don't know of any women in the field yet that are like that. But I guess that's the way it used to be, is that there were women out there and they weren't there for the right reasons. I myself am out there 
to work. I chose this job. I choose to be there every single day. I choose to show up as much as sometimes you just don't want to do it. You still have to put in that extra little bit just to make sure because there's always that one guy that's like, oh, the woman's going to outwork you. Yeah, I am actually. Watch this. Watch <laughs> and this. then I outwork him. <laughs> let's, see, let's see your nails. Let's see your nails. You got long nails? I have dirty. Dirty, dirty little nails. Dirty, dirty little nails. So I don't yeah. know if you follow Mudslute or not. I do. Mudslute's amazing. I love. How does she do it with those nails? I don't. I know. am We're, baffled. I don't know. Uh, she she says she does it quite easily. Um, you know she you know I think she has to watch. You know she she's learned obviously how to maneuver around them. I we love Mudslute. My wife is a big Mudslute fan. Uh, I'm a Mudslute. huge fan of her. Mudslu is coming on the podcast, but my wife wants to be the co-host. <laughs> so like we were trying to make it work for all three of us. Yeah. So yeah, Mudslu Mudslu is I love Mudslu. She chef's kiss, you know, she and, yeah. and she like you said, right? She works her ass off, right? And I don't think it started off that way because she necessarily thought like, okay, you know, I got to do this to to make it. She's like I got to do this to show those dudes over there that I can. Right. And it shouldn't be that way, but you know what? Uh, and she made it work and she makes dudes look like little babies all the time. So. Yeah. I, I have huge admiration for her because she shows up she puts in the work and shows that you don't have to look like a slug found on the ground to be able to work in the oil field. Like I started getting eyelashes. Cause I was like, you know what? I can look pretty while I'm working. I may not be able to get nails because I personally can't do that. So that's why I have the admiration for her because I'm like, you can do what you do with those and still rock it. Like you're yep. just amazing. Genuine, yep. genuine person, I think. <laughs> well, like you said with the eyelashes and shit like that, you work so many hours and you work away so much Well, maybe you get to go home. But like a lot of people are stuck in camp yet, yet, and they want to feel like human, right? At, at some point. And I'm there too, you know, like, once in a while, I throw on a nice pair of blue jeans. I'll throw on a nice shirt. I'll throw my running shoes on. And I'll be like, oh, man, you have no idea how amazing Instead of walking around in like Crocs or slippers. <laughs> yeah, my Crocs are everything, right? But like throwing them running shoes on instead of, you know, Crocs or my work boots. Chef's mm -hmm. kiss. Yeah, that's uh, I remember that feeling. I used to walk through camp and I'd have always big sweaters. And I used to I work in shorts throughout the summer so I wear just work shorts and always slippers or crocs until the day that you get to leave for your released I throw in like cute pair of jeans throw on a cute top I was like I'm driving yeah. my way back home I'm gonna feel yeah. good yeah. and like people were surprised at what I was bringing to camp but there's travel size bottles of like the good shampoos and the like, hair masks and stuff so I'd still do the little pamperings while I was in camp because I was like you know I don't want to feel disgusting like, I don't want my hair to go raw because I'm not taking care of it for 24 days straight. So yep. the pamperings were necessary. I, I do that, like, like probably a week before I go home. I throw my going home fit, like, <laughs> out on the desk. And I'm like, the countdown's on till I get to put this little guy on, right? And and the day you get to go home and you get to put that outfit on, you're just like, yes. Freedom, just right? Feeling this, human this, again. The the, the the, the um it's the symbolism of what 
of what that outfit means, right? It's what it yeah. symbolizes. And it's just like, I'm going home. I'm going to see the wife. I'm going to see the kids. I'm I'm going to sleep. I'm going to eat good food, right? Good and, homemade food. Yeah. I well, That was the reason I preferred camps over hotel stays um, is the fact that you get cooks there. You don't have to go and eat out all of the time. And although the food might not be high quality, at least, you know, it's made fresh yeah fresher than what you could buy out so i remember staying in a hotel for two weeks i ate at brown's social house two weeks straight because there was nothing else out there that i wanted to eat <laughs> gross it was awful oh <laughs> i'm in a hotel right now i prefer camp life for the same reason cooks and stuff like that but my wife so i get to keep my loa my wife she cooks me like sometimes up to two weeks worth of food at a time and I pack it in the fridge or put ice in the cooler and leave it there. Or, um, and when I run out, she will run me more. Or if I have like, you know, if I'm a couple hours away, I'll run home and get more. Um, but for the last couple of years, um, that was impossible. I had an air fryer and I just cooked everything. Cause I yes. don't, I don't like spending money out and, yeah, it, it's not only is it not healthy for you, but like it's expensive. Yeah, you notice that most of your LOA at that point is going towards a majority yeah. of your food. I was going out and buying a coffee every single morning at Tim Hortons and a breakfast sandwich so that I could take that to go out. And that was like $7 every single morning. Yep. I was like, okay, well, there goes my LOA. Like <laughs> I'm spending seven bucks and then I got to get dinner tonight. That's going to be like 60 bucks. There it goes. Like so I, I was being a rebel and uh, we're in a hotel right now without breakfast. Right. Okay. So uh, they don't like us going after the morning meeting. They don't like us leaving and going into Tim Hortons and, and getting stuff. Like if you want that, you go beforehand and you grab anything you need, but don't, don't go afterwards. Right. That you're mm -hmm. just wasting people's time. So I'm being a rebel right now. I'm like, you put me in a hotel with no breakfast. Right. I'm going after the meeting and I'm getting paid to do it because I'm spending money there. And I'm, I put it, I I'm being a real petty about it too. Right. Yeah. I don't care who sees it. I'm like, yeah, man, I had to go to the bathroom. They made me buy something to use the bathroom <laughs> the nerve. Right. And it's getting expensive, right? 10 bucks every morning, whatever for a, a wrap and a drink. And uh, so my rebellion came to an end yesterday. Um, I ran out of, the money that I was willing to spend. I guess I had a bunch of cash at a hundred dollars worth of cash and I ran out and uh, I went to the grocery store and I bought bagels and cream cheese. And uh, so I make it every morning, you know, before the safety meeting and I'm eating it on my way there. And my rebellion came to an end, but like, uh, I, I, I really wish it wouldn't have, but it was yeah. too expensive. Right. Oh, it's, really difficult and like i have what i call my patch train stomach i don't even eat breakfasts anymore coffee is it like i have oddly started the habit of eating like the little thing of pringles for breakfast you know 8 a.m i'm crunching on some pringles there we go yeah, the that's little, my breakfast the little container of pringles yeah like the little, little ones yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like the one with like 10 pringles in there <laughs> i have to i have to eat breakfast that's that's like a non-negotiable thing for me and it, i've always been that way i get up and I have to eat. 
um, you know, uh, or my day goes to shit, right? Mm-hmm. And so I've actually added some things to my diet over the last month. I bought uh, those cases of Fairlife protein milks from Costco. Oh, it's like yeah. 40 bucks for the pack. There's like 20 of them in there. And I bought that. So you, in that, you're upping your protein, your magnesium, your zinc, your B12, and your potassium, I think, and a whole bunch of other shit. And yeah. then I, and then, you know, I've got my wife to make me high protein meals and other things. And I've noticed a big difference. I've lost some weight and I feel good and, and yeah. you know, building muscle, more muscle. So like, um, yeah, I have to eat in the morning and then I have to have a snack around mid morning. And then I have to have lunch. Like I, I eat, I operate equipment so I, or sometimes run whatever they need me to do. I do it. So, um, I, I eat, I eat at scheduled times. And if I don't eat at those times, I start getting real bitchy. Yeah. Right. I get angry. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, after lunch, like two hours later, I have to snack on something else. And then around five o'clock, I usually call it second sandwich, right? I'm like, okay, second sandwich time. Uh, 11 o'clock between 11 and 1130 is my first sandwich. I got to eat my first sandwich. (laughs) And then when I get back, no matter what time it is, when I get back, it's dinner time. I got I my dinner and then I got a snack intermittently bef- before bed. And and I've always been that way. Or I get really grumpy yesterday, um, two days ago. So we were supposed to get off early. We were supposed to get off around like 11 or noon. And I banked on that. I should have known better, but I banked on it. I'm like, I'm not packing a lunch today. Right. I ate my breakfast and I didn't pack a lunch. And when we worked until five, and I was, I'm, I'm right. I'm angry at this point, right? My coworker can see it like, you didn't eat your lunch today, did you? I'm like, no. She's like, here is a bunch of snacks. Yeah. She just throws me a bunch of things. And I'm like, thank you. Right. And now I'm, I'm, I'm. I feel normal. Yeah. You she know, wasn't gonna, she wasn't going to eat it. Right. She <laughs> was done. And she's like, hey, here, take it. Like, yeah. Hey, thanks. That's my word, yeah. bestie. Because I have the stepdaughter, we have the classic kids snacks around, mm-hmm. and I will say they are more for me than for her at this point. Those little uh, fruit gummies, the Welches, have saved me several times. Like little extra sugar co- kicks when you need them. Like especially when it's working in heat. Like uh, we have Kool Aid jammers in the house. I love those. I oh, yeah. swear by them. If you are overheating, have a Kool Aid jammer. They are the best. <laughs> well, how old is your stepdaughter? She's nine. Nine. My kids are five and three. Oh, yeah. And yeah, I know exactly what you mean about the snacks, right? Yeah. Like, whenever I'm at home and I'm hungry, it's like if I can't find anything that looks good enough for me, I know where all their snacks are. And yeah. I'm just going. My, my daughters have got it in their heads somehow. They get up at like seven in the morning and they're just like, there's nothing for breakfast in this house. So they, they go in the fridge or the freezer and they grab a popsicle or, or uh, uh, yeah, a chocolate freezy popsicle thing about the mickey mouse ones and uh they're like breakfast time and they start eating it and it's like bro what are you doing uh i'll make if, you something uh, yeah if mine can't find anything she goes for those squeezable applesauce things oh, yeah. i find like six of them around the house everywhere i'm like how long have you been up half an hour <laughs> my my youngest yeah my youngest daughter would we we'd buy them and same with those little the nun yogurts now she, yeah she has one every morning but when she's done that first one i've learned 
I keep a second one out on the table so I don't have to get back up because I go way back down. I'm going to lay back down. You watch your TV, you do whatever, just leave me alone. Yeah. Right. And and she's like, Dad, I want another one. <laughs> I used to have to get up and go get another one. Now it's like, I, I put the give her the first one. I put the second one out, and I'm like, the other one's right here. Yeah. You don't get another one. There's no third. This is yeah. the only one. So yeah. then I I go I go back to and I do my thing, and a couple hours later I come out. She's drinking them both. All not a couple hours later, like an hour maybe. If I'm laying there and the wife and I are like cuddling, right? Yeah. Um, I come out and yeah, she's she's drank both of them. So. Yeah, I always say I'm that mom, and I set up the pantry with all those organizers that you would see on TikTok. Yeah, I went and did that, and I know when she sneaks something because I count them. And I'll be like, "Why is there six missing of this?" <laughs> Go and check her room, and there they all are. And you're like, "Okay, well, you could have at least saved one of those little banana breads for me, you know, just one." We got those uh, celebration cookies, and we get the ones from Costco, so they're the mixed and match ones. So they have one that are filled with caramel in the inside. And yep. then they have ones that are just the biscuit and the chocolate. And uh, I have not had one of the ones with the caramels since we started buying them. She eats them, all of them. And now I can tell that they're all gone because all of the regular ones have not moved. <laughs> so they're all still there. I was like, okay, I guess I'll just take your rejects then. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if you want to talk about it or not, but I recently started seeing that you have more links. I do. Yes. Good good for you. Um, do, do you want to talk about it? Yeah, I'm okay talking about it. It's something yeah. I own, so. Fuck yeah. No, good for you. I don't know. You probably know who Emma Stone is, right? Yes. Yeah. Emma Stone. I follow her as good, well. Emma Stone's a good friend of mine. She's actually been on the podcast way back in the beginning. Um, Emma and I have known each other for a couple of years now. And, you know, uh, what I love about Emma is that she is trying to normalize, humanize that side of things, right? Mm -hmm. And she said something amazing that just like, my wife was a co-host on that one because she loves Emma too. Yeah. And um, her thing was consent is sexy. And I get to choose who I work with. I get to choose when, where, how, you know what I mean? And that's amazing, you know? And it's, it's something that in the future, it's going to be more socially acceptable. It's already moving that way. It, it is. Yeah. It's already moving that way. And it, as it should, right? Because, you know, hey, life is expensive. And you're, you're giving the people no choice but to come up with new and different ways to make money and survive. And this is just another one of those things. Like, and it doesn't have to be distasteful. You know what I mean? No. Um, that was one thing I was kind of concerned about was because of the reputation that I have built up. But at the same time, I was like, you know what? I have this following. Let's just kind of shoot the shot and see what happens. And so far, things have been going really well with it. I cannot complain. <laughs> anyway, that's good. Um, that's good. But I've been getting both sides. So I've been getting people being like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. Like, I'm so glad that you did this. And then the other side is, oh, so you can't afford your patch life. Somebody even was like, um, can you imagine making 10 to 15 grand a month and then making the OF on top of that? I was like, when does water make 10 to 15 grand? Where is it? Sign me up. <laughs> like, I will go there because I don't make that. Even with my truck hired on now, I'm still only seeing, you know, half that. So, which is not bad. I'm okay with it. But 
with it, I was just, we hit some slow periods there. You know, we had the fires, we had the flooding, we had breakup. So all of these th three things were back to back to back for us. And I was kind of hurting Albertan. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to try it and see what happens. And so far it's taken off and I don't see it going down in the future. I did take it down there because some of my coworkers decided to try leaking everything. And that was a no-go for me. So I shut her down. And then I decided just to keep running with it. I was just like, you know what? It's It kind of is what it is. And I don't judge other people for doing it. I don't hate on them for it. If you can make enough for that to be your sole income, good on you. That is amazing. Because yeah. that means you get to have the comfort of your own schedule. You get to work from home. You get to go and spoil yourself and get paid for it. Like, what woman doesn't want that? I'm out here working hey, like a dog. I've got it, it all wrong. <laughs> if it works for you, that's all that matters, right? And exactly, and you're the only person that you need to answer to. Exactly, right? And and that is a lesson. Like that is a hard lesson that a lot of people need to learn. Is like your opinion of that person does not matter. Yeah. Right. Um. So that's that's part of another conversation though right like yeah that comes back to the comment section of the videos right yeah and uh yeah so like we'll move into that but like like it's working out well for you it's great it's everything's honky-dory it's good yep are you well on your way to becoming a top one percenter yet i'm 1.6 one point shut up already i am yep Wow. 1.6. Emma, Emma Stone was a 0.8 percenter there a couple months ago. And that, oh, yeah. I can believe that. <laughs> Emma. I got out of my honor. I was like, you know what? She does really good at this, so I need to see what's up. She's been at it for a long time now, right? Yeah. And she's learning what, what works for her. And I don't know if you've ever listened to Emma's story and why she got into it, but she wanted to buy a house. Her and her, uh, her boyfriend or her husband, they split up. And they had to live together because they couldn't afford to live apart. Yeah. So, you know, she's doing her thing there and then she's going into OF and things are working out for her. She doesn't always have to go and do the the, the medic thing, right? She, yeah. If she doesn't feel like doing it, she doesn't have to do it. And that's huge, right? That's That's amazing. What I admire about her is that she just, she owns it. You know, she gets, yep. I see the hate comments, but she addresses them in a humorous manner which I laugh and appreciate that she's confident in it. And I was like, you know what? I think that's the note that I need to take is, like I said, just to own it. You know, it's there. It exists. People can see it anytime they want. So may as well make the best out of it and just keep rolling with it. And the fact that it grew as much as it did, as quickly as it did, was astonishing. I still can't wrap my brain around the fact that it's 1.6%. Like, I think I've had it for less than two months now which is nice absurd <laughs> it's like hey, can you make this much <laughs> fuck it whatever hey eh? like yeah um are, are you guys married you and your boyfriend or husband no we've been together for almost a year now our one year mark is coming up in a couple weeks nice nice well congratulations on the one year Thank mark. You. that's huge um yeah is is he a part of your of or like no he has nothing to do with it he just Does basically he sees the statements when i Put him into our account. <laughs> Here's another. And, and he's uh, like, fucking, you do you, babe. He was probably all like, oh, God, probably sitting on the fence about it at first. But now he's like, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Basically. You go, little rock star. Yeah. I told him and he was kind of like, well, you know, you have my approval. Like, I'm not going to hate on you for it. And then, yeah, a couple of the payments came in and he was like, keep her going. <laughs> like, <laughs> keep her rolling. Whatever you're doing. <laughs> so That's I was huge. like, That's huge. but our condition is he knows nothing. He, he's just blind. He just sees the money come in. That's it. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. I don't know. You don't work with others, then it's just you? Just me. Yeah. I have a a friend that we do like photo shoots with, but that's basically it. It's nothing like super provocative or anything like that. We just get together and we collab, and it's for me to help boost hers as well. So people people supporting people, man. That's huge. That's awesome. Yeah. I shared her on my story on Instagram, and I watched her following go up like 300 people. It was insane. Yeah, and I, I, I love back doing that. Like, I love doing that for yeah. other creators. You know what I mean? Because I've I've managed to grow decently on Instagram, and you know, so like anyone that I know from TikTok, if they're really big on TikTok, but they're like not so much on Instagram, whenever they post anything, I'll try to share it to my story. I'll be like, hey, go check this out, right? Yeah, and and I'm trying to do that more. I'm trying to share less of my own videos to my story and trying to share other people's videos to my story and then my videos to my reels and on Facebook because so I've noticed when I share them to my story on Facebook or on Instagram, sorry, they pop up on Facebook and I'm monetized on Facebook. So if I share a reel on Facebook that I've just shared a story of there, people are going to watch it for free over there and and it doesn't have the same effect on yeah I, i'm i'm learning it as i go right my yeah. wife actually pointed it out to me so <laughs> social media is a tricky one i yeah. feel like it take it took forever to figure out tiktok and how to move with the waves a lot of my videos are like the trending ones because i'm like okay well that's going to boost it here that's going to boost it there a little bit and uh that drink hard work hard page on instagram there shared a couple of my videos you were the one who pointed it out to me yeah and i was like i didn't know that was there and uh ever since then my instagram following has just gone up like i think i'm close to or 2750 i think on there and i was a small small like 400 (laughs) when i first got things shared out so the fact that i was able to share somebody else's page and it grew that much. I didn't know that that was the effect that it was going to have. And sometimes I can't wrap my brain around social media in general. I'm just like, I don't know how any of this works. I'm just kind of doing my thing here. Um, sometimes think about just going back to having fun with TikTok, not really worrying about followers or likes or anything, but you get wrapped up in that really quick. You're just like, man, this yeah. one to get a lot of likes. Yeah, so. it happens real quick. And you got to just learn to ignore if you have um, a week of really shitty views. You got to mm-hmm. ignore that. You got to ignore that. Um, if you don't have a lot of engagement, you just got to ignore it. Post it for you. You started doing it for you. That's what I started yeah. doing it for. I started doing it because I was having a hard time. I was working a lot and I was like really down in the dumps about it and I didn't know what to do so I started making videos to make myself smile and laugh and and just make fun of the situations I found myself in and things I've heard on site and so I started doing it for me right and then I started getting messages from people being like hey thanks for making me feel better thanks for thanks for giving the guys something to laugh at while we're away from home you made minus 40 bearable the other day because we all sat around in the doghouse chuckling at your video and i've yeah. had guys come down while i'm on site and buddy's like hey dick i'm like hey and he's like shook my hand he's like just want to say thanks for what you do for us guys in the past i'm like man that's huge man you know what i mean i 
did it for myself for that. Yeah. You know, and then we talk mental health a lot. Uh, you know, mental health in the industry is is huge, right? A lot of yeah. people come into the industry, and I say this a lot, a lot of people come into the industry thinking it's this kind of toughness. It's right here. It is right? all mental. You can have yeah. all the physical strength in the world, but if your mental isn't there, you're not going to last. And it sounds weird, but it I've broken down a few times, um, especially for what I do. Uh, water ops, when we are in and going, fracking and stuff, we get a lot of ass time. A yeah. lot. Like, most of our shift is sitting. And when you're on night shift or something, that 3 a.m. hits. <laughs> and you're just wrapped in your thoughts and sometimes it breaks you a little bit you're like man i would die to be home right now i'd love to be with my family and you just want to cuddle with your dogs and you're out there working while everybody else is living a normal life <laughs> it just it really gets to you so if you oh, don't yeah. have that mental toughness like you're really not going to make it i used to work at frat shack so you you know all about frack shack from sitting yeah. on the frack pad. Uh nap shack is what we called it. And <laughs> I used to sit in that thing and I'd be like, fuck, how do you guys not sleep in here? Right. And so I I'd walk in and day shift or night shift would have a zero gravity chair there. And I'd be like, Are you kidding me? Like, I'm trying to stay awake and you're leaving this here. Man, we're in for a good time tonight, eh? So yeah. I'd I'd sit in it and I'd be like, okay. Hey, I'm not going back. I'm not going to go back. <laughs> 10 minutes later, I put it back just a little bit. I'm, I'm not going any further back than that. 10 hours in and I'm like fully back sleeping. <laughs> I had one of the back callers come in one night and, and he's like, man, I had to go. Actually, he came up to talk to me, but I was sleeping. And, and so he left and I went out later on and I saw him and I'm like, oh, yeah, man. He's like, uh, I, I said to him, I'm like, oh, you should come visit me sometime. Come hang out. He's, I'm like, I, I hear everything on that on that catwalk. When you walk up, I wake up before you even get to the door. I know you're there. And he's like, really? And he showed me the video he took of it. He's like, I walked in and dude, you didn't hear a word. And that was concerning because the consultants could walk in at any time. Yeah. Right? And uh, yeah, I fell I fallen asleep a couple times. So it hasn't been good. Always around 3 a.m. too. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. it's usually that right before our shift ends. That's yep. when it hits me. I'm just like, oh, okay, I'm staying awake. And there was a story from one of the guys that I was working with. I don't know what company or what or anything. He was telling me, though, he walked up to a truck one time and this guy's wearing this virtual reality mask and he's in there and he's fighting away. And I'm laughing because he was watching something that he was had to actively be watching, but he's playing on virtual reality. He's like, well, there's nothing going on right now. So he's fighting something. And I was like, you know what? That is the best. I just, if that doesn't sum up water in a nutshell, I don't know what does. We got to try and you can catch me on the side of the road, curling clamps just to try and stay awake. Like, I'm like I may as well get ripped while I'm here. <laughs> yeah. If I had TikTok when I was at working at Frack Shack, the amount of videos I would have made would have been insane. Yeah. Right? I probably would have made 10 a day. Right. It would have been insane. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, yeah. No, that was, oh, that would have been, fuck. Now I'm kind of wanting to go back. I wonder if they're hiring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My no. drops fill up real quick when I'm on shift. I have like 30 sitting in there. I'm like, okay, well, it's 10 a.m. Let's post this one. Okay, that seems good. And yeah, it's just, you have nothing to do but sit there and think of sounds and videos. At the beginning, I had a lot of drafts 
I'd have a lot. But as you know, time goes on and you've made so many videos and you put up so many ideas, you're just like, yeah, I got to throw this draft out. I got to throw this draft. I haven't made yeah. a video today. I got to throw this draft out. I have no drafts anymore, but I yeah. do have like over a thousand sounds saved. I have over a thousand videos uh, saved uh, for ideas. Like even if it's not my niche, I hear the sound. I'm like, I can turn that into my niche somehow. Yeah. I'm just going to sit on it and I'm going to listen to it 30,000 times back to back to back to back until it hits me. And it drives my wife nuts when I do it, when I'm at home, she's like, I don't want to hear the same sound over and over <laughs> and over again. Yeah, that's the same with my man. He was like, well, I hate when you edit videos at home. Because especially when you're trying to get the timing right and you're trying yeah. to think of a good caption and it's just not coming to you for something and you're just listening to the same sound over and over again. I feel bad. And like, you I know turned, when I'm editing, but. I turn the volume down now. I, I mute it. I turn yeah. it down as low as I possibly yeah. can. If yeah. anything, I should start throwing headphones in, really, because these poor yep. people around me are like, if I have to listen to that sound one more time, I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't even get paid it's... for it. <laughs> yeah. What? Well, just in case anyone you know has tuned out by now, you know, people's attention spans are gone. Where can people find you on the socials? Um. So I'm on TikTok and Instagram, and it is both the same handle. It's Patch Trash Girl. And that is it. I don't have my Facebook open. And if anybody else finds my other Instagram, it's private. Don't follow that one if you're wanting to follow my main content. You know, that one's not for those to hate on me. If you want to hate on me, hashtag girl. That's it. <laughs> what, what's, uh, what, where can they find you on, on the only one, the, the secret lock one? That one is on my main Instagram. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So if you, you want to find that one, you go to my main Instagram. Because... Uh, TikTok doesn't allow that link to exist there. So no, I have doesn't. I have my Instagram linked off of my TikTok and then off of my Instagram is that link. It's only been about a year since you've been able to talk about it without them banning you. Um, I remember, you know, Emma never used to be able to talk about it even. Yeah. And then one day I was just fucking around and I'm like, whatever, I don't care. And then this is how Emma and I came to I already, you know, followed Emma and I don't think she followed me yet, but um, someone made a video about, you know, sneaky links and stuff like that, or or the link. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I didn't know Emma Stone was here, right? And, yeah. and, and, and like, OnlyFans, Superstar, or whatever. And then, uh, and it went, and it stayed, and it was fun. I didn't get banned for it or anything. I was just like, damn. And then people were saying it more. You could talk about it. You could show the logo. You just can't put the link right yeah. and this i think tiktok's moved to uh, like more 18 plus or something like that over the last year too, yeah so yeah i still try yeah. not to risk it so i always put the zero with the capital f whenever or you know like the little hot face with the link you know yeah those are what i try and i don't, I don't want to risk getting banned it would just yeah. take way too long to try and build that stuff back up <laughs> oh it's a lot of work have you seen my my uh my merch line though with the only frost yes yeah. I am. <laughs> do, you, do you know who Double D is or Tyrell? Tyrell. I no. Think he, he mainly goes under over on, on uh, TikTok now as Tyrell. He it was his idea. He's he calls me up. I was just I was a week away from having my merch line drop and he calls me. He's like, Man, I got a perfect idea for you. Only frost. And I'm like, Okay. So I ran up by my wife. She said, Cool. She ran up a mock uh a mock uh picture. I yeah. put it on the socials. And we sold 20 of them almost immediately. Yeah. Like, oh my God. That's sick. I remember seeing that and thinking like I need that I need that as a sticker for my hard hat. That's 
I, I need it lots. on there. I got lots. I need one. <laughs> ten and ten, uh, right? I can hook you up. <laughs> I, I got I got camp ten. I got only frost, the dick frost one. Oh shit, the little blue logo that my my display picture is on TikTok. Yeah. I got that. Oh man. Yeah, I, I need it I, all. I give them all. I give I just give them all away. Don't tell yeah. my wife. I just give them all away. She's <laughs> like, they're on the website, they're a dollar a piece. But like I carry handfuls of them. And whenever I see anyone, I'm like, sticker, sticker. sticker. You get a sticker and you get a sticker. Exactly. Well, it's a write-off now, right? It, it's a write-off. Yeah. You turn it into a small business, it's a write-off. Right? Yeah. So, but maybe, maybe I should like turn a little profit. I don't know. Yeah. Somebody was uh, laughing because uh, they saw my fingers one and I had two other ones made up in that one. And yeah. somebody was saying like, you need to be selling those. And uh, it's like, you know what? I would, but that's a lot of work. <laughs> I'm like, okay, dollar fifty, please. <laughs> I'd rather just go hand them out. <laughs> I got, I got a question for you. And yeah. this, I, I just thought of this as we were, as we were talking, right? <laughs> I said, fly by the seat of my pants. You're, you're a woman in the oil field, right? Yeah. And you've been in it for a year. What advice do you have for other women that want to get in? and don't know where to start and and maybe maybe they're maybe they're 15 right now and they and they're like looking forward to the next three years when they can get in when they turn 18 um what advice do you have for for the younger women coming up um so my biggest piece of advice is don't wait or expect a company to pay for your standard tickets so the basic ones that you need the h2s the cso the first aid i went out and i bought those myself and i put myself into those courses it showed initiative enough to be able for somebody to be like, hey, she already has her tickets. And the second one is if you find one specific company that you're looking for and you're like, hey, I want to do this, apply for every single position that that company has. And if they're still not getting back to you, walk in through those doors. Just truck on through because they need to see your face to show like that's what you are all about. And uh, I got super lucky. Somehow I have always known somebody to always kind of nudge the door open a little bit so knowing people on the inside never a bad thing you can use those and the yeah, other especially thing is in uh, this economy right Y'all, yes don't be afraid I, to call in your contacts yes exactly you know call for help you need it and uh th that was all that i did i managed to hit it at a super good time like everybody was hiring anybody i had previous experience of oh gosh carpentry and landscaping those were my only like real general labor jobs and I still managed to get into the oil field, but it was finding out where to start. And that's how I ended up starting with line locating because that was my basic. I was like, okay, I'll start doing this. And it wasn't oil field enough for my oil field. And even still water's not that big for oil field. <laughs> You're right there. You're there. Yeah. Doesn't, I'm like, you know what? Matter. I think I'm more oil field than other people think, you know, they see water, they mostly see us in operations. We're sitting in our trucks. Not a whole lot of people get to see the rig-in operations, which is the big part of our job. You know, we work really hard for a week to two weeks to be able to sit for those three weeks. And then the rig-out happens. Yep. So yep. I would say if anybody's like, if you don't want to be a medic and you're a woman, I recommend water transfer. Honestly, I love it. It's fun. It's not that heavy. Like if you're like, I can't really lift that much. Water is not that bad. You get to sit and watch movies. 
I heard a guy uh, in the safety meeting one day. Um, they were they were going around talking to everyone, you know, doing their thing about, hey, what what's your biggest hazard tonight, guys? Yada yada yada. And a water transfer guy spoke up. He's like, eye strain. Right? As oh shit, dude. Like, yeah. What he said. I'm watching a movie tonight. I don't know. I could could be eye strain. It's true. <laughs> I love yeah. it. I love my girl, I wa- though. I watched four seasons of the 100 in a week. Uh, I watched all... What is it? There's six or seven of the Harry Potter movies? I watched all yeah. of those in three days. There's seven, but the last one split into two. Yeah. 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 I watched all oh. of them, start to finish, in three days. <laughs> they had a whole lot going on. <laughs> Man. Um... Yeah, uh, we were parked right beside the data van, and we were picking up on their Wi-Fi. My coworker knew the Wi-Fi passwords, so I got yeah. it. I, wa- I I watched four seasons. I went home on days off. I come back, the data van had moved. Oh, and I'm like, are you kidding me? So I I would take the truck, I drive over, park beside the data van, download a bunch of shit, drive back, watch whatever I had to do. I do that a couple times this shift. It was great. Yeah. I uh, have only been fortunate to have Wi-Fi on lease once, which was perfect because I had next to no cell service, so I had no data. And the fact that I was able to get on the Wi-Fi was awesome because I was like, Disney Plus! (laughs) What up? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Definitely streamed a lot of movies. (laughs) I have a question. Do you know what viscosity is? What what is? Viscosity. Viscosity? Viscosity. It's not a clue. Thickness or density of liquid. Oh, okay. And where I'm going with this is the podcast is sponsored. Oh, there you go. So, buy the Mudman. And, you know, so www.mudmanmarket.com for all your drilling fluids and laboratory uh, testing equipment needs. Get on the Mudman. Go to www.mudmanmarket.com. And he's got a whole shabam full of cool shit there to help you out with your viscous tools there you go <laughs> yeah no hey i had to throw that in there the mud man is a seriously cool dude and uh he's supposed to podcast if it wasn't for him there'd be none of this none of this yeah it would the fancy still setup. be having yeah still be having technical difficulties audio <laughs> issues galore so thanks to the mud man awesome shout out to that shout out to the mud man so um, I guess anything that you want to add, anything you want to talk about before I, I, I dive into the last part? Um, not that I can think of, you know, I'm water. There's not a whole lot functioning up there. <laughs> hey, she's brain dead. She's, yeah. brain, she's got water on the brain. Yeah. Water 24 <laughs> no. seven. What, what's your boyfriend do? Uh, funny enough, he's my dispatch guy. Shut up. Yep, he's you, the one who's like, "Hey, you're going out." You have so much content right there alone. <laughs> you could make. So if you much ever watch any of my videos content. about my shots at my dispatch guy, yeah, go back that, and scroll and find them. They're freaking funny. Now that you know the secret behind them, <laughs> that makes it even funnier. I I love dispatch. Dispatch. I wouldn't want that job. It's a thankless job. You got to deal with so many people. Living with somebody who is dispatch guy is this company that we are with now. He was with a different company when we very first met. 
that company called him all hours of the night. Like, it didn't... And from the same crew. You're like, do you guys not talk? So there'd be like three or four phone calls coming in. One's at 2 a.m., one's at 2.30, one's at 2.45. I'm like, can they just not talk? And I was like, you, you gotta stop. With water, at least, you know, they at least ask, oh, is he awake yet? Can I call? <laughs> I'm just like, I much appreciate this. <laughs> wow. Huh. Yeah, dispatch is a hard, hard job. There's now that I've seen it from a different perspective, I have a lot more respect for dispatch guys because there's a lot of moving pieces that sometimes don't fit well together and you just miss something and they get a lot of shit that isn't on them. So I say have more respect for your dispatch guys. They go through a lot more than you think. Amen to that. I love my dispatchers. Two of the strongest women probably ever you could just see it on their face how exhausted they are at times and yeah you just feel sorry for them and you just you know you don't want to tell them no you don't want to give them a hard time when they ask you to do something hey uh you got it you know yeah uh, one of them one of them is a new mom and you know her daughter wouldn't sleep for the longest time and it was like oh so when when she did get to sleep the phone would ring and then, and then oh, say, oh, bring her man. all the coffee just yeah. keep walking in with the coffees yeah, I yeah, I've done that a couple times. <laughs> yeah, we have uh, two dispatch guys, and I was on my days off, and I was like, oh, okay, well, I'll bring him some lunch, you know, and decided to pick up the other one, another a burger, and uh, just treat him nice, you know, he'll treat you nice back. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> a little bit of bribery. <laughs> Absolutely. So, last question, I guess, and and it's a big one, I, and and it usually stumps a lot of people. We like to end the show on that, and. Mount Rushmore has four of the most influential people in American history on it, possibly even North American history on it, right? If you had a Mount Rushmore, who would you put on it? Four people that have influenced you or you look up to the most and why? Oh, four people influenced me the most. As corny as it's going to sound, I'm going to say my mother is one. Because how can you not? You know, my mom is truly amazing. She's my heart and my whole soul like she's done a lot and she's always been there um <laughs> I, would, I would say probably my man next to that because you know he never hates on me for anything he never says no there, it's never a flat note so we'll talk about it and we'll see each other's point of views um and just constant support for everything, especially being a woman in an oil field he never says oh just quit like it's too hard he's like no you got this like, go show those guys up. Um, influential people. I'm trying to think of, like, outside of my bubble. But there's, oh, funny enough, Kennedy, tour girl. Love her. She, she was on the podcast. Is, yeah, she's amazing. I had, like, I'd say a woman crush on her. Like, she just, she just freaking rocks it. And she is so inspiring to see because she balances the fitness. She balances the oil field. I see her eating and I'm teach me your ways, please, because I need to learn how to eat better while still working these hours. So I would say she is definitely a really big one that I would put up there because I'm just like, I put you on a pedestal. <laughs> I hope you know that. I remember she followed me back and I girl, I fangirled so hard. I was like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then another person. Hey, one more. And it sucks because I feel like there's just so many more people that I would. 
because I'm just like my whole life is just huge inspiring people because I don't like filling my life with negativity. There's no, no need for that. Not um, I'd say probably then my younger sister. So I recently watched her get married to her significant other of eight years. Emphasis on she's younger. She's two years younger. Been with this guy for eight years. High school sweethearts. And she's just been the one that's always had her life together. You know, she's the one that I call when I have the crisis of something. And she's just like, get over it, you know, calm down. And just lets me have my moment of I'm complete chaos. And she's just like zen. And uh, just always know what she's wanted in life. And I've just always kind of had that little bit of envy because I'm like, I'm a lot lost. But she just kind of pushes me back into the bond. You know, she's like, there you are, little duckling. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome yeah that's, i i love i love hearing people's stories like why they look up to these people and and who they look up to yeah right um um if you want to know how to eat better yes talk to talk to kennedy but also the this week's podcast that just came out i don't you probably don't listen to the podcast it doesn't matter uh this week's podcast that just came out is maddie feeds people i don't know if you've ever seen his tiktoks i but have i actually saw that one I yeah. popped up on my for you page and I made a mental note to be like, I need this one. Maddie's the man. Maddie's had me eating healthier. That's actually why I eat. I've been eating a lot of protein and and changing up. Eat your colors is what he always says in his yes. Eat your colors. <laughs> your woman will thank you. You don't want her eating that battery acid or swallowing that battery acid, right? It's got to taste yep. good. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. So so Maddie, Maddie's the man when it comes to that. Yeah, so you definitely want that, to get in touch with this. Yeah, and and Torque Girl, she's been on the podcast. We love yes. Kennedy. We're huge that one Kennedy appeared on my for you page her. too. So there's yeah. more to check out. I've, you've had a lot of people on here. I'm like, man, I need to get more into this. So catch me listening yeah. to the podcast on when I'm on shift now. <laughs> yeah, like I said, that's that's the whole reason I do it. Right? Is you know you only see little tiny clips into the content creators' lives. We're people that every everybody follow, well, not everybody, but we're people that people, a lot of people follow and see on the internet quite often. And, you know, it's like when I was a kid, you know, there was Vine and you saw other creators and you're just like, I wonder what that person's like. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that person makes me laugh. I wonder what makes that person tick, right? <laughs> so the podcast is sort of, sort of for that. I interact with a lot of cool people. And, you know, I also want to know what they're like, right? I also want to know, hey, you know, what made you want to do this? What, you know, yeah. stuff like that. And and I had a lot of really cool conversations. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I've just seen a whole bunch of cool people. And I was like, you know what? There's got to be more to the story. So I appreciate the podcast because then it's it does get into behind the scenes, you know? Exactly. Exactly. And on my main account, I don't know if you've ever seen, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen on my main account, I have on the throne with Dick and it's where I actually sit on the toilet and I interview other creators, but I only have a minute. So, oh, like, okay. you know, we, I'm like, so what makes you shit? Well, you know, how do you, <laughs> do you stand or sit to wipe? Uh, you know, and then maybe if we have time for one other question, it's usually something maybe serious, but like it's just supposed to be funny. And it started on site because I was on a frack and I was like, mm, I gotta poop. So I went over and I did my thing and I took my phone with me. I'm like, there's gotta be content in here, right? And and I'm like, wait, I can do something where I'm doing something on the on the shitter. I'm like, 
on the shitter, on the throne, on the throne, on the throne with dick. Yes. And then I just <laughs> put the camera up and I did it. And I think there's like 30 episodes or something like that on my main account. And I haven't done one in months. Um, I'm mainly just sticking to this on the throne now, but yeah. Yeah. It's a good yeah, time. absolutely. Love it. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun. I have a lot of fun. Um, I've told this story numerous times, you know, I started the TikTok when I was in a dark place and not knowing where I wanted to go. And, and I didn't feel like the oil field could offer me anything anymore. I, I was falling out of love with the industry and I, I started making TikToks to make myself feel better. And then the industry sort of came to me. We, we went to each other. Yeah. And, and it was at first, it was just the Alberta industry. Then it became the worldwide industry. And, and when you got the whole worldwide oil and gas industry, big industry, small community, right? And when you got everyone together like that, and you're sharing each other's struggles and your triumphs and, and, and you realize you're all in it together. Yeah. I fell back in love with the industry. This is where I need to be. This is where I want to be. This is where I'm going to be. So, yeah. Yeah. I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. It's, it's been, a, it's been a lot of fun. That's good. I think it should be more fun. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. It should be. We're shining a, um, a bright light onto an industry that's looked at as dark and, and, and really for the most part, unknown. No one knows what the hell we do, right? The outside world sees, Oh, that's a scar and a stain. Yuck. Right. And Oh, they must get treated like shit and they must have a bad time. Well, you know what? Maybe the, we uh, do, have, do have as well. Well, yeah, we've talked about that a lot, right? Yeah. Uh, that's going to happen no matter where you are. Yeah, it's, but that's it's, the wrap. And, I think most people assume that you're just naturally going to fall into that place if you yeah. go into that. And it's like you can literally do it and still be active, clean, healthy, and you don't have to live off of energy drinks. You can live yep. off of water and Gatorade. You know, yeah, you don't have yeah. to go to that if that's not what you want. Like, you just got to yeah. stay true to yourself and you got to stay strong. And I think that's more important than trying to follow the tide. Yeah, absolutely. I love that you said that. That's huge. That's that is huge. Yeah. Um, I've never had um, an energy drink and I don't really drink coffee. Right. I raw dog the shit out of my day. And that I think sometimes that just makes me feel even more like, Right? Yeah, but at the same time, it makes me feel like, yeah, you know, if I could survive these conditions just purely off my own body strength and whatnot, and my own willpower, I mean, hey, we've done it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I uh, fell into the energy drinks thing pretty hard when I first came in, but I've learned that battery acid is real feeling. Like you just feel like. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh we've cut that out I, the last time i actually had one was the monster shotgun challenge that i did i haven't had one since so it's been like <coughs> three months four months i think good for you yeah wow and before that, that hard, i actually had gone with like off? yeah i went without like seven months before that so oh wow yeah the wow, fact that i you. And people are like, oh, getting off the energy drinks. I was like, they're a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, shit. Yeah. 
Well, this has been a lot of fun. And yeah. um, I'm trying to get more women on the podcast, right? Um, I realize I asked at a really bad time because a lot of the women are in their hot girl summer mode, right? <laughs> and, you know, they're all like, hey, you know, I don't want to be there, but I'm at the beach right now. <laughs> or like, oh, they're busy with work. I get that too. Um, but like, um, I want more women. We've had like 30 episodes and only six women. So it's been a total sausage fest in here. Oh my goodness. So I'm focused on making all of August uh all of august's episodes just blue collar women or yeah. women in general doesn't that be blue collar and uh you'd be number one so hey what up i feel special <laughs> hell yeah uh i'm i'm looking forward to it um i i just i want more women on my podcast because you know you guys are badass and and you you guys bring like you bring it you, yeah. you bring 100% of what you got all the time. Yeah. I think it brings up an overall better energy in general, because if some guys feel that a woman's outworking them, they're going to work a lot harder. That's so right. I think it just brings up the energy of the group collectively. <laughs> Shout out toxic masculinity. Yes. <laughs> I love it. All right. Well, Courtney, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. And you have an amazing night and, Hey, stay frosty. <laughs> That's so cheesy, but I love saying it. I love it. <laughs>